knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. What's up, everybody? It's Justin Hausner. Welcome to the second episode of The Director's Cut. Uh, I am uh, excited to welcome my new gu- my guests this week from Long Island Kayak Bass Fishing. Uh, I got Anthony, Rich, and Mark, uh, three tournament directors from a great organization down in Long Island. Um, let's talk. Hey guys, Justin with NYKBF featuring the neck tournament trail in our series. What's up, guys? What's going up, on, Justin? How you doing, brother? Good. Welcome. Welcome. Glad to have you guys on the director's cut. Thanks Glad for having me. Thank you. Why don't we uh, Why don't we go around the horn? Uh, Any one of you guys can start. We'll uh, just introduce yourselves and maybe your your main role with the club. All right. Uh, my name's Anthony. No to Roberta for those that don't know me. Um, I'm the president of LIKBF, and I also founded the club back in 2016. My name is Richard Neri. I'm the current vice president of the club and been in the club since 2016 as well. And I'm Mark Fainer. I've been with the club since 2017 and uh, the tournament director. Nice. Well, welcome all three of you. Thank you all for joining us. I, I know I've been uh, trying to get you all together with me for a couple of weeks now. Um, I apologize. I had a kid. We had to push it off for a little bit, but um, hopefully you can understand a little bit, maybe. But Absolutely. Yeah. I times three. I got three myself. So No, he's my second, and that's that's enough. I don't even want to know what I would be like with a third running around already. He's not running, but nope. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll, call, I'll call the dog number three, and we're fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell me a little bit more um you know about you know 2016 how did um long island kayak bass how did it come to be well i guess i'll answer that question uh so i i've been tournament fishing for a long time i was in the marine corps for eight years and when i moved i didn't really fish you know my whole life until i joined the marine corps when i was 23 went down to jacksonville north carolina i was stationed down there it was a big culture shock for me because I'm from New York, so I didn't know what to do with myself. 
and uh, I was so bored. I was down south, and uh, a couple guys took me fishing. And my first time out, had a great time. I caught a five-pound bass, and I was hooked ever since then. Um, so when I was down there, I bought a bass boat, got into tournament fishing. Then I got stationed out in San Diego. I was in California, so I fished, you know, out there on a couple tournament trails. Um, came back home. I fished with Long Island Bassmasters, which is a local boat club as well. And uh, always as a co-angler, um, you know, I sold my boat before I moved back to New York. So I fished with them as a co-angler. And then I had a couple of my kids, so I took a break from fishing for a while. So I wanted to get back into it. I started fishing from the bank again, and I, I went to a local um, pond here, and I saw some guys out on kayaks. Mm -hmm. So I, I went, on, went home, did some research on the Internet, and uh, I was blown away by how much, you know, of a sport it had become. I didn't even really know much about it. So I looked into it, got my first kayak, and uh, started fishing with a buddy of mine that I work with. And we kept going out um, a lot and just running into people. Um, we found out about a Facebook group called Tough Break Fishing that was on Facebook. And so I went on that group, joined that, and uh, I asked the guy who ran the page if I could run a tournament, you know. So uh, me and my buddy, uh, Jason, who's no longer in the club, but um, we put this tournament together mm -hmm. and we had like 28 people show up to the first tournament. And Jeez. so, uh, yeah, it was, it was an awesome time. It was a good success. And, uh, afterwards everybody kept asking when we're going to do another one. So <laughs> I found a spot to host the meeting and we had 18 people show up and, uh, we founded the club right then and there and the rest is history. So. I love that. And, uh, you know, Rich and Mark, you can add on to it. Like what attract you guys, basically from the get-go, from the beginning. I know, Mark, you said uh, a year later, but, uh, you know, what attracted you guys to say, I want to join this? Um, were you always in leadership or were you, um, you know, did you work your way up the ranks kind of a thing? So you want me to go first, Mark? Yeah. yeah. So um, I joined, I guess, in their initial season, probably within their third or fourth event. Okay. Uh, it was, I had just recently started Fishing, uh, again, I fished as a kid all my life from the bank or in a, in a, in a paddle boat or something like that. Uh, and then when I moved here to the island, we used to go camping a lot upstate New York in North South Lake. And we would fish, you know, with some friends off the bank. And every time we go up there, you know, you see everybody either in a rowboat or maybe a kayak. And we said, oh, why don't we just get a kayak and try to fish one time? And then lo and behold, I come back from um, camping that one time and I then bought myself a kayak to fish out of and I go down to Yapak Link and there's a, a gentleman pulling, you know, going to a spot that I wanted that I when I I guess looked at the lake and said, I'm gonna go right there first and I'll cast over there and maybe I'll catch something. And he pulls a five pound fish. So I go over there, he asked me if I could this was Tim Bresnan, who at that time was our tournament director. Uh and I just said to him, I said, Oh yeah, just introduced myself. He goes, Yeah, he goes, We just started a club. You like to fish. I said, oh, yeah, I used to like compete when I was younger and, I, you know, I had the capabilities to do so. He goes, well, now you can you can fish competitively if you want. So nice. I said, oh, awesome. Went down. I met the group. You know, I, my first time I met them was literally at uh, at Fort Pond. And I wound up finishing fourth. And ever since then, it's like, okay, well, that, you know, without knowing anything, let's try it. And it was <laughs> and it Pete and have fun at the same time. So yeah. for me, it was perfect. It was a good fit. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So a year within, within that year of 2016, my buddy, Ricky, uh, he had joined the club the same time as they started. And, uh, 
he'd always come by after work and come see me at my job and be like, oh, you know, I just, you know, we always dreamed about tournament fishing. We always talked about it. You know, I found this club and, you know, they fish out of kayaks. And I'm like, kayak. I'm like, you won't catch me dead in a kayak fishing. Like, I'm a boat guy. I'm a boat guy. And then uh, I heard about the Tough Break uh, fishing group. He invited me to that. Then I found out about the tournament. And I begged and pleaded for them to allow me to fish it out of my boat. I said, I'll, I will. Use it. I'll, I'll, I'll do we had a little back and forth, Mark. Everything right. I said, you know, everything the way you, you know, the kayak tournament goes. Just That's funny. Let me just do it out of my boat just so I could see if it's for me. If it's for me, I'm all in. I'll have a kayak in a week, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just couldn't get my hands on one then, but I wanted to do it so bad, you know, just so I could <laughs> see if I could hang, you know, am I as good as I think I am thing. And uh-huh. After that, you know, the rest was uh, from that was getting a kayak, and I've never looked back. You know, and uh, been in the club since. But I wasn't always the tournament director. I was just a you know an angler, and our um, our TD, who was Tim at the time, he uh, he had pri- I think he had privately said something like, oh, you know, like you know, I, he would like to not have to worry about it, and mm-hmm. I offered it to like I was like, you know what, maybe I'll do it, and he, and he was like really like you'll do it and i was like yeah and he was like oh he goes thank you so much he's like i wouldn't feel comfortable with anybody else doing it except you and i was like okay so and oh, that's uh, nice that's, that's <laughs> where uh that's where that started i was like 2018 19 i started uh being the td and uh been with the club since and i could not imagine my life without it awesome nice well, hey, that's always good to hear from from a current TD that you you'd be the only successor that you would want. That sounds great. <laughs> right? So, talk about a little bit more um, about your uh, geographical like reach. You know, how far do you go with your tournaments? Because I would imagine, I mean, you know, there is, is are there a lot of areas to compete on Long Island, or do you have to go outside of Long Island? Not really. We have basically two lakes on Long Island that will mm-hmm. host us especially at the size that we are now. We have Fort Pond, which is all the way out in Montauk, and then we okay. have the Peconic River. So for everything mm-hmm. else, we pretty much go off the island. We try to stay within like a two, two-and-a-half-hour radius, you know, to make it, you know, affordable for people. And it's a long day, especially um, going on and off the island, crossing the bridges. The traffic mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Um, but um, Oh, sure. So, so we do try to do sometimes one – one tournament on the island, then one off the island, but we're very limited as to where we could, you know, fish here mm-hmm. on, on the island, especially at the size that we're at now. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a common misconception too. And you know, people get deterred of, you know, where they are in the area and you know that there's not a lot to 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 fish, you know, there's not a lot of areas to fish, but whether there's a will, there's a way. I mean I don't I don't think two and a half hours isn't that bad to to drive for a for an event and people make that make that work if they want to and if they enjoy the club which sounds like your community does right absolutely yeah, now the, the challenge is you know as as we've grown right from i guess like 16 anglers to now i think we've averaged over 40 anglers a year for the past few years um you know the board we you know we've we built a an executive board and then we also have a tournament board and we did that for just separation of power just to make things a little bit easier to manage from a judging standpoint okay standpoint uh but you know as we've grown you know in membership numbers in general you know it's easy when you're 10 people get together or, or 15 people go fish anywhere right let's go meet 
But when you're trying to plan for potentially 40 guys, because as a board, you have the responsibility that everyone wants to fish, that they have the opportunity to fish and have the same type of equal playing field, right? So mm -hmm. more difficult for Mark than the tournament board to figure out lakes that will accommodate up to 40 guys. Mm -hmm. From a yeah, standpoint, sure. travel standpoint, you know, and then from just a competition standpoint. And that is something that goes on behind the scenes that a lot of people don't take into account or care for lack of effort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we, let's get into that in a little bit, a little bit, little deeper in a few seconds or here, but, uh, just talking a little bit more about like the, the, the grassroots, the very beginning, you know, let's talk, uh, you know, a little bit more about the environment that you are trying to create when you, when you first started, um, you know, what were those, those first few years like, uh, you know, obviously now you got a couple years under your belt and everything, but we'll talk about how it evolved, but. Um, you know, what was the mindset when you were starting the club? Um, you know, Anthony, all you guys, since you were all pretty much in there since the beginning, but, um, you know, what was important to you to kind of relay to your, to your first members, to your first group? Um, the, the main thing we focus on is camaraderie and, and learning, you know, um, at our, at our meetings, we all share information. Usually we have the top three guys stand up and tell how they caught their fish, kind of what nice. they were using, give a little rundown. So we want, we want people to come into the club, especially new anglers who are new to the sport of kayak fishing and really, you know, grow as an angler. So that's, that's one of our main focuses. Obviously there's competition involved. Um, so we're all competitive, but, um, at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, just making sure that we grow as anglers. And some of the anglers in this club, you know, they came in not really knowing a whole lot about bass fishing. And now they're, you know, there's some serious competition in this club now. So, um, you know, Rich has become a hell of a stick, Mark. I mean, uh, I can name a handful of others, uh, you know, in the beginning, sure. you know, they, they had their set um, techniques that they use. And now from just, you know, talking and learning and growing. So that, that that's basically what what we're about and then we also um, try to give back to the community a little bit as well and then mm -hmm. uh we also do our best to kind of interact with other clubs nice see so, yeah so we'll talk about you know how you evolved into the in the in what you're doing now but would you say would you say that you've kept that kind of mantra you know to, to today that you know it's community first and competition a close 1b you know kind of feeling or i would say so yeah i would say that's the the basis of our, of our club it's, it's more about camaraderie absolutely yeah. yeah i you know i'm a firm you know this this show is really all about you know what it takes to be a td and i am you know i i've i've been a td myself for quite a bit for quite some time i still don't consider myself an expert I, personally but you know and i feel that the the clubs that get it can ride that fine line of competition and community and create that culture that, you know, people, yeah, they're competitive day of, they want to win. They want to have that big check, of course. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're out there, you know, having a, having a burger or a drink with their friends, you know, maybe a complete stranger and talking about, you know, the day on the water, what they did, what they, how they fished, you know, their techniques so that, you know, they can share that, that, that feeling, you know, hopefully down the road and help people learn. I think, I think, uh, I think that's what makes a good club. And it sounds like you guys got that, which is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
So, I mean, what were, so again, you, you know, your, your location is hard, you know, you, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, you know, you have to travel a little bit and everything. Uh, when you, you, you said you had a great show. I mean, what was it? You said 28 anglers at the first event you ever did. I think it was 20. Yeah. 26 or 28. We had a decent amount. It was definitely over 20. That's great. I mean, my, my, my first events, I had six. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Uh, you know, what were those, what were those first impressions that you got from, from those, from those anglers that were chatting with you? Like, you know, were they excited that were they like skeptical of like, how the heck are you going to run a trail, a trail here? You know, or, you know, did you, did you find like your, uh, your kin, if you will, or your, you know, your, your group pretty quickly? Well, I think, you know what, we promoted it pretty well. And I think we, we planned that first event and, uh, I think, we put so much work into it that it was such a success that um, I think anglers, you know, coming off the water, they saw, you know, how the potential, you know, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, you know, I, I, I thank everybody that, that chipped in to do that because that's really what helped us found that, you know, the club become founded is, uh, you know, by that first event. So I knew we had to make a good first impression. I had a lot of ex- experience from tournament fishing. So um, okay. what works, what doesn't work from, you know, clubs that, that I've been in. Cause again, I traveled a lot. So I was in several different clubs. So um, I kind of had a good idea of what I, what I wanted to do. And uh, we just put it together really well. So I think uh, that first event was definitely, you know, we made a good first impression basically. Nice. So I think once everybody saw how that ran, then they knew, you know, the potential that we had here on Long Island. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, Log on to MidwayUSA.com. Love it. And I'll just add this, you know, the 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 one part that sort of made, um, you know, trying, the tournament was one thing, and that was awesome that I, that I attended. But they do, we, used, we still do monthly meetings, right? And that's where the social aspect of the club comes in, right? Mm. Uh, so, and that is something that Anthony uh, has always preached when we, when we started the club, you know, and I came on the board. With that, you know, there's the social aspect of the meeting where we'll share thoughts. It'll be time for everybody not to be to be together and not competing, right? Because there's only so much time before the tournament or after the tournament to do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Um, but in in a non-threatening or non-competitive atmosphere, people can come in, have some laughs, 
and then actually talk about some serious stuff if we need to, but also have the social side of it and be food or be you know a cocktail. That's you know what's happening at that meeting. Right, Which, right. I don't know if every club has that opportunity or takes advantage of that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I can tell you right now, they don't. But yeah, definitely. That's a great aspect of it, and I and I think that's what builds a. That's what gets people more invested. That's what gets people more excited about the community that they're in is that social interaction as that get together. That's pretty cool. And, yeah. And one thing I want to add to that too, is when people show up to those meetings in person and stuff, we all talk and everybody has an equal say in the club. So people, nice. you know, could speak up and speak their mind and, and give their, their feedback. So then us as a board, we could do a better job at providing, you know, good, you know, um, good uh, service for them. Basically. I love that. I love that. So, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the, the evolution and the growth, you know, from the first year. I know you, you talked a little bit about your uh, your board structure. You, can you go into a little more detail of how you guys uh, decided to organize uh, the club a little bit? Um, yeah, well, it started with me and my buddy Jay who started the club. We were basically running it just the two of us in the beginning. And then we had a couple bumps in the road and stuff like that. And a lot of questions being asked at the meetings and, and stuff like, and, and people wanted to know a little bit more about where the dues were going and this and that. So we were very transparent with everything. And then we just decided, you know what? Um, I, I knew that in other clubs that I was in, they had a full board. Um, in the beginning, we just weren't there. And then once we, we started growing, uh, mm -hmm. we decided, let's just, you know, Let's just start start a board. We came up with a set of bylaws, and then we founded the board. And uh, ever since the board was founded, I mean, the clubs run really, really well. I mean, some of these guys, these two guys right here, I mean, these are, these guys are like the backbone of the club. So, um, Mark and uh, and Rich have done so much uh, over the past couple of years that uh, we've really, really evolved. And I I, I want to give a shout out to them both right now because uh, I, I really appreciate you guys. Yeah, I think it's fair. I mean, it definitely takes a village. Uh, it's it's not a one man show and or a person show, and it should never be. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, what? How? I mean, are there more people that are on the board and are, are different boards? Or we have, we have a president, a vice president, a secretary, a treasurer, and then our tournament director. Okay. Right? And then the okay. tournament director, which is Mark, he runs the tournament board. So. Gotcha. Which, which, is, which is basically a handful of assistant tournament directors that help me construct our schedule, go over any, uh, what do you call it, like when uh, someone uh, has an issue with how their fish was judged. Mm. And uh, I, I pretty much give that to them. But like, okay, this was the challenge based on what merit and what do we decide. And I kind of mm. usually take myself out of it and I'm like a tiebreaker in a vote. I let them decide what they uh, – the outcome will be and then if i have to get involved i get involved i try to not be the one that drops the hammer as much because i don't i don't like it to look like oh well mark's the td so he made that decision it's no it's a it's a board decision and we came up with this decision based on xyz Smart. and that's what we do with that so we we build this there you know, they help me build a schedule like i said and uh you know conduct the tournaments they do you know what i try to get them to do because we all fish our events too you know, where, where we don't not fish. So okay. I'm also fishing in the event that I'm running. So we try to base it off like, okay, you know, if so-and-so on the tournament board is having not so much of a great day, 
they kind of take the reins of, okay, well, I'll take over judging and I'll get all that squared away mm-hmm. this way by two o'clock. We know who's going to be the winner, who, what the payouts are who right. the, and who, and how to conduct the, uh, the award ceremony. Nice. Yeah. I think that that's great. I, I think having many hands, right. Can, can make for light work, but it's just, it's getting those people together and getting the, getting the right people. Do you guys have, like, are there elections that you do throughout the year? Is that, is that, is that how it rolls? Uh, yes. Every season, every, every position all the way f- up to the president is up for election. So if anybody wants to to run for any of those positions, they step up and then we have a vote. So. Nice. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, and we talked, we talked a little bit, um, more about your we already talked about the, the the community that you guys are building i think it's awesome uh you know how uh how would you say i know we talked a little bit about it but your growth from the beginning to now um as for as far as the size of the of the club rich you want to answer that one or yeah so like i said we were about 16 people when we started in 2016 uh and then i guess the first two years we hovered around in the low 20s somewhere and then mm-hmm. you know, what we did so the challenge right or, or the when i came aboard to the to the club the board was how do we get people involved right so the the i guess the, the story that we tell is everybody comes to the club for what they want to take out of the club you can get whatever you want you can get the social aspect you can get the competitive aspect you can get a local aspect you can get a national aspect because we do promote and discuss kbf greatly and they're a big big part of what and why we are um you know hats off to them for helping build the sport and the the whole frenzy around it right so we sort of capitalized on that because we use their platform hey you know join our local club fish our local events and you have an opportunity to fish and get recognized on maybe a more regional or national level right Mm -hmm. um and then you know especially mark and i because you know we and, and Anthony as well. We just said, you know, how do we, how do we give more to the guys who are coming in? We, you got to attract them. Hence the new the website. Hence the Facebook. You know, if you look at our website, it's not your typical club website. It's it's a full blown website that has all the bells and whistles that you know to make people proud of why mm. they do. And you know, obviously, then the word of mouth just gets around. And I think the one thing that we have done uh, in our growth is retaining. And that's really the big thing, right? That's a big that's one. To do is to keep people in interacting all the time. Uh, that's a huge one is retention. So I mean, it's always nice to get to get ah, garbage. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it, it's all it's always good to have you know the new blood and to get you know to attract the new people. But if you just have the one one and done, it's you know there's you know what you got to look internally, but to keep having that retention. Uh, the, the crew coming back is, is a big deal. It speaks a lot for the club. Um, and, to feed, and to feed off of what Rich was saying with retention of our members is is definitely difficult in our community on Long Island because, mm. let's face it, we are a saltwater community. Oh, okay. So the yeah. challenge of getting freshwater anglers to come and commit to a club like ours in this type of community is not easy. Yeah. Uh, so we rely on that word of mouth, Facebook, the website, and when I first joined the club, yeah, good point. Good when point. I when I first joined the club, you know, the website, it, I'm, I I started doing web designing stuff as a uh, 
teenager just messing around and you know i offered to help with that as you know it needed help and i and my aspect and my vision of to help grow this club was i want people to look at us and go wow what are they doing mm. what is that you know so when people go on facebook or go on google oh local bass tournaments in our area boom likbf.com pops up and it's like rich said or anthony that's not your you're just your typical club website it's right wow, this, this is professional this is this is a whole nother level i want to be a part of that what are they doing you know yeah and have other clubs come to do their logos from you and stuff too <laughs> and then the rest of the history <laughs> <laughs> And shows and everything like that. Just have everybody come to do. do you. No doubt. Um, so um, I like to ask what what 2016 from now. Um, all three of you guys, you know, different. You got each each answer. You know, personally, your all time favorite event that you guys have ever hosted, fished in. One, it could be one. I, it's fine, but you know your events uh uh you know no, don't go don't go national or another trailer or anything like that what was the favorite what was your favorite experience mine was an event that we actually hosted for kbf it was a kbf trail event but we hosted okay. it on the Peconic, and okay. we had we had um like the uh 2018 one right the 2018 we had ken yes. wood and a couple guys from mass come down we had some of the guys from adk come down and that event was just i mean to the t we had awesome raffles that we had donated we cooked bar you know we had barbecue for everybody i mean that that event was just really well put together and i, I nice. remember ken wood a couple other guys coming up to us after that event and shaking our hands and saying this is how you know you run a trail event this is how it, it should be mm -hmm. and they would they, they just thanked us for hosting them and it was just that event everybody put so much hard work into that event and making it what it was and uh it was just really rewarding um after that was over to to just you know get that feedback from those other anglers so I love that. for yeah. me that was that that was my all-time favorite event just just for that reason alone so the camaraderie was awesome we hung out for hours afterwards just you know mm -hmm shooting shit and uh, i don't know if i should have said that on here but <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a good time we had a good time <laughs> we, we could we could put in the bleep <laughs> yeah yeah you're fine trust me uh so for me um yeah. i guess going. my favorite event was you know um it, we were going into i guess my our third you no know, maybe our our yeah going into our third season and anthony was actually just destroying the uh, right and the one thing i was learning listening and learning he used to talk uh his positive mental attitude right and that was his speech during a previous uh, meeting and uh, trying to learn whatever and we went up to mayapac for our i think it was may or april event and um it was a cold drizzly morning overcast and i was basically surrounded by 10 different anglers yet in a two-hour period i want i hit the bag that we won the tournament well, mm. around me, I found whatever magic lore and magic spots that were right there while they were all around me. And it was just, it was just like a, I guess, a great for me personally. Oh, I can do this. I, you know, and I can compete with these guys and, and, you know, cause they are a lot. It's not easy to club at all. Uh, and it's only gotten harder to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, sure. You can compete in this club um, as I'm sure it is with other clubs as well you know you're you're making a nice accomplishment but that was my i mean I, my first win so that's always awesome 
Yeah, sure. But uh, that that day was that day was special. Water, one of those. Days. He's been kicking butt ever since, too. <laughs> He's had a yeah the past few years. Rich has had a good run, so All that's right. awesome. That's good awesome. Good for you. My favorite, I have to agree with Anthony, was our, was the trail that we hosted for uh, mm. for KBF. Our second our second trail that we hosted. The, the, everything that he said the, between the event and how it was set up, and you know, having all kind of like our invitational that we're putting together. It's just having all those different clubs come together from different parts of the Northeast and nice. just putting the hammer down for those eight hours, and then just coming back and having a beer and a burger and having mm-hmm. a great time. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, it's sad. It's sad. KBF went away from that. It was a, it was a it was a cool way to get together and to kind of have local big tournaments. I've been I've been wanting to uh, to reach out to Chad about that because he has talked about you know giving more eyes on the ambassador clubs and mm-hmm. not really so much words, but you know I had tech I I wanted to uh, pitch the idea of you know let let the ambassador clubs do the work. Let us run the trails. Let, let mm. a, if, a, if one of us wants to put our hat in that we're going to host it, let us do the footwork. You know, yeah. you just supply the goods. <laughs> you know, because I, sure. I, 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 we would love to host a trail up here. I'm sure you guys would love to host a trail. You know, maybe you know uh, Adirondack has always put on a great trail up at Lake George. One of my mm. favorites. Um, yeah, they you do know, a great one year, you, one year you guys could do it. One year we could do it, or Massachusetts, whichever. You know, mm-hmm. is the un. I think a lot of us, the unfortunate part is, is that it's now spread thin and far apart where you put in a lot of mileage to get, to get there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's talk, let's talk about actually running a club. Um, You know, we, I, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the actual behind the scenes work, you know, that, that you all do uh, and your, your team does, you know, off season behind the, behind the work, you know, um, Go in a little bit about, you know, the due, due diligence that you guys do on the off season to get ready for the season. Um, but also what's one thing, you know, just one thing that you, all, all year long, you just wish you could say that you just want your members, your staff to know about what it takes to be a TD. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot, there's a lot involved that I, I think a lot of guys, no. It's a loaded question. Uh, it's, it's it's a very loaded question, and I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna, and I'm going to say this lightly. I think a lot of guys take for granted that they do not understand that it's not just oh, let me scroll on Google and oh, that looks like a good lake. We'll just go there. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll put that on on Tourney X or Fishing Chaos, and I'll just make that the tournament. Yeah, everybody just show up there that day. Like no, <laughs> we're not we're not ten guys that tailgate and have a barbecue afterwards or go to. Uh, you know, Texas Roadhouse afterwards and have a beer. <laughs> oh, how do I mean? Did you catch today? Oh, yeah, yeah, you beat us today. You know, there's more than that. It's sure. a club as big as I, that we've become now. There's, we are a legit LLC. We are a legit organization on paper. We can't just go to someone's backyard and go, yeah, we're fishing here because it's public land. No, you have to apply for a permit. You have to get approval for that permit. You have to put in, okay what lakes are best at what times of year my my job as my main focus as td is to put my anglers on the best lakes at the best times 
and that's part of what my tournament board is for. And I have a guy on our tournament board. His name is Jim Johnson, who's been in the tournament uh, field in the boat bass boat world his whole life. And so I bounce a lot off of what off of him. And I go, mm-hmm. you know, what do you think mm-hmm. of this lake? Is this better for you know? Should we hit this in May or would this be good in June? You know, to put our do we want the best bags? You know, we don't we don't want to go there and slug eight hours and hope to catch two fish because it was a bad day. We yeah, want to, an event like that would turn people away so fast. I mean, absolutely, yeah, especially back to back yeah. to back. So, yeah. you know, for for a while it was uh it, it, it's 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 tough. You know, we we bounce it off like you know because there are so many lakes and we that we want to do. It's like all right, well, we want to mm-hmm. go. Let's do Candlewood and trying to get. And I'll give that as as an example of how hard it is to get a permit to fish Candlewood Lake in May. It, you have a better chance of winning the lottery. Because really? you need to put that permit in at least a year in advance oh, to get it, and there's no no problem. This and there's no there's no guarantee. So now, okay, we didn't get this. So what's the fallback? What's the backup plan? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, then then there's the uh, of course the setting up the platform. Whether you're using Tourney X or Fishing Chaos, making all the banners, the tournament banners presentable, the breakdowns yeah. of the tournaments appealing to go. Okay, all the information is here. This is what it is, and you know whatnot. And then I think, like I said in the beginning, I think a lot of it is that they uh, it's taken for granted for that. You know, mm-hmm. there is a lot of work that goes into this one eight-hour event. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. 100%. You nailed um, it, Mark. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, 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 there's, there's more. I mean, I can go. It, this is a, to be a three-hour talk. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. and you know, and you hit it. You hit a nail. You hit an interesting point with the with the forming of the LLC. Um, you know, I know. You know, NYKBF. We are in the works of of becoming one, and yes. it, it is something. Uh, that honestly, I wish, you know, if, if I was getting in and I knew that, you know, maybe two years, three years or whatever, what have you, I saw, you know, a a future with this club that I saw growth that I saw, you know, um, projected, projected growth, whatever, what have you. I wish somebody said, you need to do this. Uh, you know, because I, I, for up until a few years ago, I had PayPal, right. Which we all do. I had it in my own name. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I had Uncle Sam came knocking on my door, um, you know, for a two years prior PayPal account saying that I owed, you know, 12 grand in taxes. And um, of course, you know, I said, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm still battling it really. But, um, you know, it's a scary thing and people don't, people would never have under, never have done that. I'm sure more people are, in that same boat, but, um, you know, you have to protect yourself. I mean, that stuff is in your name. 
A hundred percent. And that, and that you even know? goes, it, like you said, the key word there, protect yourself. And that's not just from stuff like that. But if something happens at the event, it's our job to make sure we have insurance. 100%. Thank, God, thank God KBF gives us, you know, I think it's 500,000 in yep. insurance and we have our own insurance to top that off. God forbid that something happens at an yeah. event. You yeah. know, it's all, it's all of our asses. And, and I say that, you know, not lightly that mm -hmm. I could, you know, anything could happen because, because I, my, I accept the role as tournament director. So it is technically my event that I organize. Mm -hmm. If something goes wrong, I could be in real big trouble. I mean, they, we start, we start, we're both in New York. We start in, in April. I mean, it's cold in April. I mean, That's you great. have to make sure, and we have people, uh, I want to say it was a year or so, two years ago, maybe we had somebody that was out in March, a uh, brand new member, you know, got a new kayak, went out and fished by himself um, on a lake in March and flipped his kayak and like, you know, luckily um, paddled to or swam to shore and got in, you know, randomly knocked on somebody's house before he had hypothermia. But I mean, you, you have to, this is a community and you have to look out for people. And um, I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm not putting anybody down, but it's different. I mean, I know it's different up here. You, in, in a you world of in a world of lawyers and lawsuits, you have to protect yourself. You know? Yeah. And I know you got. I mean, you got down south. You're battling different elements. I know you got. I mean, you got animals in that water that you are not the alpha. You know, in in the, some of those waters that you fish. But um, I don't know. Give me those. Give me those over uh, over hypothermia. I don't know. It's scary. I, yeah. You just, you have to look out for your community, but you have to look out for yourself too. Cause you know, I'll take, I mean, I'll take a snake and an alligator over hypothermia any day. <laughs> You're not kidding. But yeah, we did everything from the, by the book uh, from the beginning. We got the LLC. Mm -hmm. We're official non for profit. Um, it's a good thing to do too because it gives you a lot of benefits. Like we just hosted our awards dinner, and we got the venue for free because we hosted it at a, a VFW, and and so um, I love that. Being a non-for-profit organization, we gave them our paperwork, so it, it has its benefits if you look. Mm -hmm. at it. Oh yeah, it's got it's it's it, it it it's amazing. It has great benefits. It's just one of those things that it's like you kick yourself because you're like, why didn't I do this five years ago? You know, or you know. So it's something that I'm glad you guys brought up a little bit because I think a, a new a new tournament director, fresh out of the boat, that's looking to looking to grow. They get you got to start thinking about it. I mean, Absolutely. be smart about this, you know, grassroots local club that you're working on building uh, because it, it'll grow fast and you got to do it right. You got to do it right. Yep. We do our taxes every year. We got, you know, our our, um, our uh, treasurer. He's very thorough. He owns his own business. So he's, he uses, I think, QuickBooks. So everything mm -hmm. is, uh, well, you know, all our T's across and our eyes are dotted. So Smart. everybody works. These guys work really hard. It's le legit like a full time job. I mean, sure. when I'm at work, I got to snooze my phone because it's constantly business going on with for LIKBF. So, but legit, yeah. it's another full time job. I know that. I know that. And yeah, it is. It is. It's a hundred percent. You always got to kind of keep your head on your swivel and watch, look at your text messages. Look at your in Facebook Messenger. Say all right. Yeah, I can I can respond to that later. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but yeah, that's great. Uh, so let's talk a little bit. You guys said that you give back, which is really great. Um, what are some charitable initiatives that you guys support through your club? So uh, I'll handle that for you. Um, yep, sorry, 
came on the board besides, you know, trying just to add some structure and stuff, you know, you always try to find something to keep people involved, right? And I think because we're, you know, a club that's out in the water, out in the, you know, we need to give something back, right? In the yeah. beginning, we um, collect money or parts of our dues or something, and we would donate to St. Jude's, right? Okay. St. Jude's. And that's that's wonderful, right? And, it, and it's great. But it, it's not really um, benefiting the environment or, or even our sport, per se, right? Mm. So about two years ago, I started talking about giving back to the fishing community and preached to the guys in the club about doing a lake initiative. We mm. have, don't have many lakes here on the, on the island that are, are great. And I've heard stories about these lakes producing six, seven pound fish, which now if you catch a two, three pound fish, you had a really good day out there. So <laughs> said, um, we were proud to announce that we got a five year uh, stocking permit from the New York DEC, stock two of our local lakes, two of the lakes that we fish actually, one of our mm. partners. And we have started, we've raised over $3,000 currently and we'll do our first initial stocking of those lakes this spring. With no Batman. way. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So, and I, I think, you know, it's part of, you know, making it a full circle, right? We go, yep. we want to take advantage of, of our fisheries, but you got to take care of them. Mm -hmm. So we can, you know, do a stocking program or a plenish, however you want to call it, right? Just put some fish back in there because there are mm -hmm. a lot of people, unfortunately, who take fish out, right? And, and don't do the right sure. thing. Sure. We're catch and release. So, but some eat them and that's fine. But, you know, Need to make the our lakes healthy so that people after us can come and continue fishing like we are. Yeah. So that started in um, 2020 when we started raising money, and finally this year we're we, we're gonna we finally got a, a we got a order in place and it should be delivered hopefully sometime this spring. I love that. Uh, that was I'm not not putting anybody down or anything like that, but that's always something that really excited me about kayak fishing in general was that catch photo release kind of conservation aspect of the sport. You know, it's just, and, and, and again, I know, you know, there's nothing wrong with bass boating every, you know, 99% of the time, everything's great. And all the fish go back, you know, fine. But I know there was one, uh, it only takes one time, you know, and I remember, I think it was, I think it was bass or it, it was a big, it was a big uh, trail event at, at Cayuga Lake, which is right around the corner from me um you know did not didn't bubble their tanks or what what have you i don't know but uh all the fish that they they put back in cuga ended up dying on the on the shores when they put them back and it's just it's just heartbreaking and it was really exciting to me that you'll never have that you'll never have that issue with a with a kayak fishing event you know you're always leaving you know or, and you guys you guys are going to the nth degree which is amazing you're you're leaving your bodies of water better than you, than you got them. And I, and I, I that's very admirable. And the, I mean, and then the other thing we try to do at least once a year, at least we've done it on, on the Peconic is done a, a day where we go and do a cleanup, be, ah. it, on, be it on the water. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we've done that as well for, for the, uh, make it, it, I mean, obviously it benefits us, right. But it benefits the lake as well. It benefits so many more than you, though. You know, it's just, it, yeah, it benefits you, but so many more, too. That's awesome. That's great. Um, so let's talk, uh, uh, let's talk, let's, let's highlight you guys a little bit. Where can 
um, somebody that doesn't know uh, you find you online? Where 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 do you want to send people? Yeah, Marky Mark. Um, for uh, Long Island Kayak Bass Fishing, we have a uh, website a that's at www.likbf.com. Um, we have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. Um, you can just type in Long Island Kayak Bass Fishing, and uh, we should pop up. Yeah, that's our uh, our 23-23 uh, schedule uh, for this year. Still uh, working out some kinks with uh, some permits, but we have yeah. uh, post multiple opens, and uh, that's where we try to gauge our new membership because um, we like to meet our new members uh, before we officially let them join the club and uh, just to get to know them and just kind of gauge what kind of person they are. And I like it, a honeymoon process. Really I get it. I like basically, it. yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking over. I'm looking over. I uh, like this right here. Look at that. Ooh, I like those last two. I couldn't. I couldn't them. wait to put that on there. <laughs> I'm excited about those. I'm excited to talk about that. But I mean, you guys have quite a bit of quite a bit of events. I love it. Yeah, I yeah. We it. run we run multiple different series, uh, multiple opens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we do. We do. Uh, we run seven seven elite series, and it's your best five count uh, to your AOI. Uh, okay. So you drop, so you drop two of those, um, and then we do a uh, for our TOC. We do a uh, spring fling, and always did a fall brawl, which now is going to change to the SummerSlam. Uh, our qualifying events for to get into that. Um, okay. We have we have an elimination series that's not on the schedule. It's just a uh, separate event that runs all season long, and it's a uh, bracket style one on one month to month elimination, and the last man standing wins. Uh, we, so we we offer all kinds of different uh, types of uh, tournaments that for the for the angler, you know, they might not be the uh, the traveling types, and they can do the elimination, or they could do our challenge series, which is a year long, five fish, any public water tournament. Nice, nice. Um, so I you know I want to keep I want to make sure everybody knows how to find you. I don't want to cut you off on that at all. Yeah, I want I just I had this queued up and I wanted to show it. Um, looks like you got Facebook and uh, YouTube and Instagram up there, which is awesome. So make sure you guys go and check them out on socials. Uh, but I want to know while this is up, uh, the three of you guys, which one are you guys? And I know all of you guys are going to say the Invitational. We can talk about that later. But um, uh, which one? Which one? I'm just joking. But which one are you guys most excited about? I know they're all they're all special in their own way. But which one stands in your mind of like I cannot wait for that one? I'm going to go with the very first elite series at Squance because we have never fished that lake in May. We've always somehow always fished that in August. That's just how it always worked out. So to kick the season off, I'm really looking forward to that first event. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. I was going to say the same thing. Um, I've always wanted to... And that he's saying this is the first time I'm looking at it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was gonna say I, I mean the Baconic I like because I usually do good there. You know, I've, I've won there a lot of 
a lot of the tournaments in this club I've won on the Baconic, so it's it's definitely okay. uh, I it plays into my style. Um, oh, good for you! And you got multiple on there, huh? Yeah, that's a that's a coincidence, right? Right. <laughs> I had nothing to do with the schedule. I'm just I'm just fishing it. Um, but squants, I mean squants that time of year could be could be lights out. It's it's one of the arms of Candlewood Lake, so you know small okay. fishing. I mean, I love I love fishing smallies. So that one mm-hmm. that one actually was standing out to me. Plus, the first event is always the most exciting. You know, the first points event, everybody's all pumped up, and that's where you really could get your season off and mm-hmm. rolling. So. I, I always get excited about the first event. I love it. I love it. I can so for me, it's all about fishing new water. Um, mm-hmm. The way I became, I guess, a better angler was just challenging myself to fish waters I'd never fished, right, or or, or techniques I, I didn't know. So I'm looking forward to actually Bantam to see what that lake has to offer. Which one? Bantam? Bantam, yeah. Yeah, okay. I love that. What is it? I don't, you know... I I'm excited. I love that you guys have it broken down into different um, actual series. Uh, just it's pretty sweet. Oh. Yeah, and then Mark last year had a brainchild, and we did we had a good uh, I think reaction. You know, so it's it's during our regular elite series for AOI, uh, at least the first five or six events. So it is a little bit of where you can share some information. You know prior to the event it's not really not much going on to water uh at least it wasn't for mark and i when we were teammates last year um but definitely before and after sharing just thoughts and how to how to become a better angler and what we saw and what we didn't mm-hmm. so again another way to help people become better you know there's techniques that he knows that i don't know and vice versa mm-hmm. and uh, to help him add that camaraderie or make the club more social nice nice uh, so, you know, scrolling down on this page, I know I see I see a lot of uh, great sponsors and companies that you guys partner with. Uh, is there anybody that you um, want to make sure that you guys give a shout out to on here that they just their partnership makes uh, your trail as, as great as it is? I know I know they're all amazing. I know that, and, you, and you can say that you can list them all if you want. It's fine, too. But it's really <laughs> Hi, baby, because this is it's what I sort of do in the backside. You know, I'm the guy who's contacting all these guys to try to get it. So I have to really shut Ego and Yak Attack because they've been with us from the beginning. Who say it again? Ego and Yak Attack. They uh-huh. have been, and they they have done such a great job supporting us and giving us you know additional stuff for our anglers and obviously besides the product and services that they provide to the community in general. But this year specifically. Um, we met with Stormy down in, uh, and Dakota came aboard late last year, and this year stepped up big, and they're going to be our main sponsor for 2023. So nice. I shout out to him and thank you for what he's done for the community and obviously for us in 2020. We're looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah. Dakota's been a great uh, advocate for kayak fishing, that's for sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. That's awesome. Um, what's that? It would have been nicer to beat their team in nationals, but <laughs> I don't know. They, they had a pretty stacked, uh, stacked team. <laughs> Can't have everything, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> to be close, I think, is an accomplishment. We don't want to beat our sponsors up hey, too bad. Hey, we 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 <laughs> let them. They they the the one LIKBF team let them know that you know just because we're from Long Island, don't mean we don't know how to fish. You know? <laughs> we raised an eyebrow. We raised an eyebrow. <laughs> awesome. Who are these? Yeah, who are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, uh, guys, awesome talking to you. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I just want to, I want to kind of finish up with each one of you kind of answering this question. Uh, you know, just think, what is your favorite thing about being a P, uh, about being a TD? Favorite thing about being a TD. Um, yep. all time favorite thing. I guess doing all the work per se, not just me, not, not saying like that to me, just saying, just doing that work of putting it together and seeing it come to life and actually run smoothly and go, you know, just, just being able to step back and in the parking lot after a tournament and just look around and go, you know, this worked out well, this, this was a hit or something like that. I get that. That's nice. And for me, I would say it's to add on to what Mark said, you know, it's all the hard work you put into it. To see it to come to fruition and enjoy it, right? And and sort of that the one thank you you get, right? It may it may be seven guys who complain and, and moan and groan, but there's that one guy who truly appreciates it. And <laughs> sure. It's all about. Agreed. I'd like to meet that guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 we have one of those in our club. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's um, a few. I'll speak yeah, for that. There's, there's a few. Uh, um, no, there's everybody. Absolutely. Um, I, I guess I'll go last because as the founder of the club, just um, really seeing, uh, you know, seeing it all come together. Um, everything I dreamed it would be. Um, I fell short because uh, what, what I've done, you know, what, what we've done is way more than I ever hoped for. And uh, that's because of all these guys right here and all the hard work they do. And this is uh, something I never even imagined it becoming. So I'm so I'm so proud of this club and everybody in it. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the future. That's awesome. And we haven't, and we haven't peaked yet. No, no. <laughs> We're just getting started. Just getting <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm, ex- you know, I'm, I'm excited to work with you guys uh, this year. I know uh, we haven't had a chance to put on a tournament together and um, you know, this invitational coming up, which, you know, people can check out on your site and on our site, but, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun uh, fishing with you guys and fishing with your crew. And um, hopefully you don't come up and, and embarrass me too much, but uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be a great time. So I'm excited to get in together with you guys and everybody in New York state. So it'll be a, it'll be a big one. It's a, the tournament's going to be great, but I'm my, I'm really looking forward to the aftermath of it. The, the meet, the get together, the announcing of the winners, all the sponsors that are going to be there, Dakota lithium, uh, who uh, you have Douglas Rods and uh, yeah, what which cooler? I apologize. Uh, yeah, no. So we have uh, so right now the Dakota Lithium, Douglas Rods, and Orion Coolers have Orion have Cooler. signed on as a as a um, um, main sponsor for the for the event. And we're gonna get we're gonna be getting more. So for those that you don't know, we're working together NYKBF, uh, Li KBF, and um, South New York. Yeah, multiple multiple other multiple other tournament trails. Uh, almost all of them in New York State are coming together at the end of the season, bringing all of their angler of the years uh, top ten in their race uh, for just a fun end of the well, almost the end of the season because you guys have another event the next day, so that's uh, that's cool too. But um, uh, just for a fun kind of to crown the the king and queen of New York kind of a thing and. Uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun event. That's going to turn some heads. I think I'm really excited about uh, getting together with everybody and 
uh, I mean, kind of kind of growing those just, relationships. It, it just open up so many doors for future different ideas and events for all of us to come together. You know, well, none of us are able to predict the future or what the future holds for each of our clubs. You know, maybe there's a day where all of us combine and come together. You know, you never know. I mean, that, that that's a pipe dream of mine, to be honest with you. I would love to see all of us come together as one entity. One day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? Um, yeah. So awesome. Awesome talking to you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, any uh, shout outs that you guys want to give to, you know, other more sponsors on the trail or, you know, personal sponsors or, friend, you know, anybody that, that, that helps you out throughout the year. Um, I just, I just want to shout out, you know, my board and all the guys that that work so hard in the club. Um, definitely all of our sponsors, you know, um, and then all the other local clubs as well, you know, that have participated with us so far. But again, we're, we're looking forward to that event at the end of the season. So, and shout out to my wife who lets me do all the damn fishing <laughs> no without her, I wouldn't yeah. be able to get on the water. So, that was going to be my our family to allow us to do what we do on go fishing. Smart. It's taxing. It's taxing. Especially when you have kids. It's not easy. No doubt. Agreed. Uh, awesome, guys. Thanks again for joining me. I uh, hope you had a good time. Thank you for teaching me about uh, about your club and looking forward to seeing you guys on the water. Thank Thanks you, man. This is awesome. Let's do it again. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.